nine. We are welcoming here Father John Klein, and he has brought a couple of missionaries with him. That's Grace. Which one's Grace? That's Grace and Sophia. Hi. So welcome. We are Thank glad you. that you Thank are here. You. And, uh, you know, you're going to have to fill me in because I didn't realize we were going to have a guitar and music. And I'm excited and it's awesome and wonderful. But I'm probably going to let all that go by the wayside. <laughs> so so that's okay, though, because we go for, with the flow and with the Holy Spirit here. 678-688-4549. Our work is cut out for us because we want to do better today than we did yesterday. Yesterday we had 27,000 called wow. in, uh, 26,000. Today we're at about seventeen thousand. We'll get an update here in a little while. So we've got we've got our work cut out for us, but we can do this. We still have two hours to do it in. So can we get that rest of that nine thousand dollars? The really good news is is we've been working on this match of thirty five thousand dollars that was given to us by some, by Joe, Barbara, Mary, and Kelly. We were able to match every single dollar. Wow! And that's, so that's really awesome. God's providence at exactly, work. Exactly. Exactly. So okay. So so Father John, what do you have in store for us? I was going to start with with your vocation story. Well, first we have to begin with prayer. Are we going to do yes. that uh, with a guitar or with? Uh, um, let's. We'll save the guitar for okay. a little later here. All Let's right. start. Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this incredible opportunity to be here. And to be living in uh, a miracle right now, this radio station is a miracle, mm. and to be participating right now in uh, in your work and your dreams, Heavenly Father, your dream of evangelizing, of us using all of the means at our disposal, all of the means of communication to spread to all four corners of the earth the message of the love of your Son and the great, the good news of salvation. So inspire us uh, today with your Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. like the, the gospel of the mass today, uh, set our hearts on fire. And um, may this radio station be ever a source of fire, um, lighting and enkindling the hearts of many uh, missionaries for the new evangelization. We ask all these things um, in and through your son, Amen. 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 In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Wow. Okay. So, so we have a, a wonderful hour in front of us. We have until about five fifty-seven with the wow. three of you, and so we we need to get get to work because I can tell that you have a lot of things that that you want the Holy Spirit to move through these airwaves, and so I'm yes. excited about that. Um, normally, what I do is I start with a vocation story, um, but. Um, you know, I don't know if you want to take the time for that or not. Yes, let's okay. let's start there. Actually, I'm I have the great privilege of just being ten months a priest. So wow, it was um, it's been an adventure. I think I can't think of a better word than an adventure with that. And as the adventure continues, we'll we'll get into the the missionaries we brought here, Grace and Sophia. We actually have two others on their way. Um, and actually on my way today, I realized the great need for a, a radio station like this because I was just plowing through heavy traffic. Yeah. I left the school. I'm a chaplain at a school, Holy Spirit Prep. So a shout out to all the kids there um, and all the families. It's been an amazing experience to work there. But uh, just plowing through Atlanta traffic and you're like, um, thank God for this Catholic radio station because now we can... Um, we can uh, save time, we can learn about our faith, we can be inspired, um, and we can divert a little bit of our road rage. <laughs> you exactly. know, so, yeah. but yeah, so I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. I was born and raised there. And um, when I was 16, I fell in love with music, really. It was 
um, my dad showed me uh, Back to the Future, right? And that was, even for me, that was kind of an, a movie for uh, my dad's generation. And, um, my generation. <laughs> your yeah. generation. <laughs> and, but at that moment, the, at the end of the, the movie, he plays Chuck Berry's um, Johnny Be Good. Yeah. And in the movie, they're already back in the future, so the people aren't ready for rock and roll at that moment, and they're kind of stunned. Yeah. And I remember falling in love. I was like, I have to get a red guitar like that. I have to learn the Johnny B. Good solo. And so I asked for Christmas. I asked Santa Claus. And in, uh, in that moment, and Santa Claus bought me a red Stratocaster uh, Fender Strat guitar, and I never put it down. And it sort of became my companion all through high school. And we would play with my friends. We'd play the high school dances we got to play, um, we would go to the basketball games. There's a small Catholic high school called John F. Kennedy in St. Louis. And we would be the pep band. So we'd play like ACDC and Guns N' Roses riffs in between timeouts. And I really fell in love with music. And so that has always been um, something that was on my heart. I want to use music for my future. And so I ended up uh, after a couple years of trying engineering, electrical engineering, Northern Missouri, I moved to Nashville and I was um, studying music production. So it was kind of a dream to live in Nashville, to study music production, to have as your homework going into a studio and recording something. And so little by little, I began to... to um, get into the the music industry. And it's like... When you're a kid, you always dream about that one Christmas gift that's just going to fill your heart and that once you have that, whatever it was when I was a kid, you know, the the little oven that made creepy crawler uh, mm. bugs or whatever are, I'm not sure what Grace and Sophia wanted when they were uh, little kids, but you're like, when I get that Game Boy or whatever, my heart's going to be so full and then you get it and after two days, you're like so bored. So it was almost a little bit of experience of I'd always dreamed about being in the music industry and then here you are, you're working in a studio and you're talking about, you know, future and it was kind of almost like I felt this emptiness of like, I desire something. This is great, but I don't just want to entertain people with my life. I want to, I want to transform lives. I want to help them reach people where they're at and make their life better, not just for five minutes uh, playing for them a song that they can sing and hum and smile, but transmit or, or be an instrument in something that's going to have a lasting change. And so in that moment, I was seeking something a little more transcendent, and I didn't know what in the world that was. And funny enough, I was sitting there in the in the cafeteria of my school, and a guy comes up to me out of the blue. I'm eating lunch by myself, and he just says, hey would you like to take a survey? And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. And he asked me if I had been saved, mm. if I had accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And I was like, this is this is crazy. I was like, well, I'm Catholic, you know, Jesus is my friend and he's my Savior. So yeah, I guess, I guess I've been saved. And at that moment, he invited me to go to a retreat with Campus Crusade for Christ, which is a non-denominational organization that's doing a lot of work on many college campuses. And um, I thought, well, I was sort of at this point, I was new to the school. I didn't know very many people. And I only had 
I didn't have anything to do that weekend, and I only had one videotape in my room, and it was Saving Private Ryan, and I had seen that movie so many times. I was like, I can't see that again this weekend, so I'm free. I'm going to go on this retreat, and I had this burst of, um, I guess, uh, kind of my outgoing side came, and I jumped in the back of this guy's car, and we drove two hours into the into the Tennessee mountains, and I went on this, this Protestant retreat with Campus Crusade for Christ, and I met some of the best friends I've ever had. And um, we connected right away because of music. So many of the guys were there studying music. And I was really struck by the depth of their faith mm. and how they really sincerely, whenever they prayed, they were seeking God's will and plan in their life. And for myself, that wasn't what I had been praying about. And I began to... Um, realized that I was afraid to pray in the same with the same freedom that they had, which was, Lord, show me your plan for my life. I was afraid because I was afraid of what that God was gonna tell me to do something that wasn't in my um my scheme, my plan. And so uh it was very helpful for me to go to a lot of their events, to become friends with them. They ask a lot of questions about the Bible that I didn't really know. And so when I was a little kid, my mom would always play Scott Hahn tapes to us. And uh, I hated it when I was a kid, but little by little now, all my friends are questioning my Catholic beliefs. And so I start to go home and I'd be like, hey mom, can I get some of those tapes, you know, that used to play for us? Good for you. And uh, from my six hour commute from Nashville to St. Louis, I would come home for um, Thanksgiving or Christmas, I would just, Put in the Scott Hahn tapes, and it just it, it it lit a fire in my in my heart, and I started to fall in love with the faith. And I couldn't read the Bible enough. I couldn't learn enough, and uh, it was a moment when I started to just fall completely in love with the, the faith and how rich and deep it was. And even dream start dreaming about doing uh, some kind of mission work, mm-hmm. and I didn't really know concretely what that would be. But then one particular night, my junior year of college, I was 21, and I really had to make a hard decision. I'm going to be a senior. Am I going to be, what am I going to major in? What am I going to do? And so at that moment, uh, I was really, uh, I didn't know the answer. I didn't know exactly. I knew that I loved kind of my faith and mission work. I knew I loved music, but I couldn't, um, it was hard to say uh, this I'm going to continue in the music industry for my life, and this is my calling. And so I went out. I ended up going out late at night to this lake. And funny enough, the lake is called Percy Priest Lake, and it's in Nashville. And I I went out all by myself. It was late. I got to the edge of the bank of the lake. And that night, the, the beauty of the stars were so incredible, that particular night, that I was floored by the majesty of God. And I felt as if the Lord was, uh, I felt as if it was so tiny, as one feels so tiny standing on on a mountain and, and are underneath the stars. But at the same time, I felt God so incredibly close that I could just whisper and he could and I could and he could hear me. And I I knew I had this deep intuition that the Lord was saying, "Do not be afraid." As perfectly as I placed all the stars in the sky. Um, even more, I've thought about every little detail of your life. And I knew at that moment that I didn't trust. I knew that I I was hesitating and that I had never fully opened my heart to seek what God wanted. And so in that moment, I was like, Lord, if you can make something so awesome as this, uh, 
um, you, I want you to, to be in charge of my life. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of opened my heart and I, I let down the wall and I said, I, I want to know your will. I want to know that. And from that moment on, I didn't go home with a, a clear idea exactly what I was supposed to do, but I went home with a lot of peace knowing that God would respond and that God wasn't going to um, leave me in limbo. And so um, after that, a couple uh, things happened that really led me to the vocation. And one, I'll share one in particular was we were at an event with Campus Crusade for Christ. I would go to their things on Wednesdays. I still would always go to Mass but we're at this icebreaker. You put a piece of paper on your back. Everybody goes around and writes an affirmation. So you kind of build each other up and you pull a piece of paper off your back and you're supposed to um, see all the good things that people see in you. But as a college guy, you just look for what the girls wrote. It's very easy to tell a girl handwriting from a boy yeah. handwriting. You and think? so, yeah. <laughs> and And so I looked at all what the girls wrote and then, at the very bottom, it looked like a doctor's handwriting. It was all scribbly. It was clearly a guy. But he had written, you are a man for others. Hmm. And that phrase, I don't know what, but it was the Holy Spirit. It stuck on my heart. And I was thinking, whatever I do with my life, I hope that people will remember me as a man for others. Hmm. And so um, a couple, uh, some time passes by and I, I stumble across an interview with John Paul II. Hmm. And it was on and I was watching it and I was intrigued because the interviewer looks at the Pope and says, John Paul II, what is a priest to you? And I thought, wow, that's a kind of a funny question, right? I didn't anticipate that happening. And he looks at the camera after thinking and I'm looking intently at the, the TV screen and the Pope says, a priest is a man for others. And it was like a moment of like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. And it was almost as if I knew deep down, like there, that was a clear signal coming for the vicar of Christ that uh, I was, that I had a priestly heart and that was what God had in his, in his mind for me. So I had met a legionary of Christ priest when I was a kid, um, Father Edward Hopkins, and he had inspired me uh, with his zeal, his youthfulness and his energy and I remember just going to Google and typed in Legion of Christ and the first thing that popped up was in, in 91 John Paul II ordained uh, the legionary priests in St. Peter's and you see them all uh, laying prostrate there in St. Peter's and they are about to be ordained priests and I remember thinking here's here are guys they're lying prostrate it's a symbol of total surrender to god they're in front of the vicar of christ they're in the most beautiful church saint peter's in the world and i was like that is the adventure of a lifetime mm -hmm. and i just felt attracted to i don't know where i'm gonna go or who i'm gonna meet or what language i'm gonna speak but uh i want to be a missionary mm -hmm. like that and so i ended up just calling the seminary and uh, going to visit in holy week of 2006 and to my surprise, it wasn't full of like um, fat, bald, unathletic, bearded people that were kind of strange. It was just full of guys like me, normal, enthusiastic. And um, it changed my conception forever of the priesthood and what it, it meant to be a priest and, and uh, how it was a great gift and adventure. 
And so one of the brothers there quoted uh, Pope Benedict at that moment. I remember it was Easter Vigil, and right before we went in, he quoted what uh, Benedict said the day he was elected um, Pope, and he said, do not be afraid because Christ gives you everything and takes nothing away. Mm. And so that phrase was really, uh, um, I guess, resonated and gave me the the strength and the, the courage to quit to basically drop out of college, to leave Nashville and to enter the seminary and to um, begin this journey and to trust, you know, God gave me this love for music, but he'll, he'll always allow me in some way to use it. Mm-hmm. And so throughout, uh, it's been beautiful. I was, that was 12 years ago I entered and um, I've been able to go back to Nashville a couple of times and record. I've got to play at uh, two World Youth Days and just kind of wherever I go, music seems to follow me and uh, as a clear sign that God doesn't want us to leave our gifts and talents aside, but that they're always incorporated fully into our mission. Whatever God is asking of you, whatever vocation he's leading you to, there is um, you're going to find the fullest use of your gifts. So before maybe music was about me, And in some ways that left me frustrated and unsatisfied. And as soon as I realized that my vocation was to be a priest, a missionary, music became about Christ Mm -hmm. and it became uh, something that was satisfying, something that was um, fruitful, something that wasn't about me, it was about the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And so there's been tremendous, a lot of tremendous blessings. I was I had I was had the grace to study three years in Rome and be ordained December sixteenth in uh, the Basilica of Saint Paul outside the walls over the tomb of Saint Paul, mm-hmm. and um, to be ordained with thirty about thirty three of my fellow seminarians from we are about over from over by twelve different countries to have my mom there my older sister funny enough. Uh, the same day, the same year and month that I left, entered the Legion. My sister entered the Nashville Dominicans. Mm-hmm. I left Nashville and she she went to Nashville. Mm-hmm. So we've sort of been uh, a pair of vocations that grew up together. So it was a, very meaningful to have my older sister, Sister Mary Gianna, um, there at my ordination. Mm-hmm. And to have my mother there, you kind of always dream of, you know, mom, giving mom first communion or communion. Uh, after your priest and uh, one very special experience there for my ordination was my older sister sister mary had chosen the name gianna after the she's an italian saint who died giving birth to her her daughter and um, she had chosen that as her patron saint entering the religious life my little sister had chosen saint gianna as a confirmation saint and um so when we were there in Rome, we had the grace to drive to Milan. And right outside of Milan is where St. John is buried. She's actually buried still in the cemetery. So you go to the cemetery and she's she's there. And her daughter, I had the grace to meet her daughter. And we had mass on her tomb with my sisters, with my newly married brother, and with St. Gianna's daughter uh, who was there. And I wore the vestments of St. Gianna's brother, who was also a priest, so kind of a cool family moment. And then I realized at that moment that the feast of St. John is also my baptism day. So she has a special relationship in some way to um, to my family. So that, that was a tremendous grace. Another was we got to go to an audience with uh, Pope Francis 
and all the newly ordained priests, we got a picture with him. And in that same audience, my brother, who had been married just three months before, he was able to be there as a, um, with his wife. And as newlyweds, they were able to also meet the Pope. So we were all there at the papal audience, and I got to meet the Pope with the same day my brother did. Um, so just tremendous graces. Um and uh, the adventure continues. Now I'm at, uh, I'm here in Atlanta and I'm happy to be working with so many great um, families and students at Holy Spirit Prep. So I share the chaplaincy with, a, with a, a great mentor of mine, Father Juan Jose Hernandez. And so we're there working together and we have a, the great grace as well. Another thing that I, I do is I help with this program. It's, the, it's called the Radnum Christi Mission Corps. And so four of the missionaries are here with us here in the studio, all um, stationed here in Atlanta. And they give one to two years of their lives to uh, participate in the new evangelization to help the Legion and Radnum Christi um, to do great work in the formation of youth um, here in Atlanta. And so they work as well alongside. So I, I have a great team. So any victory is a team victory. And um, many times uh, they they can go and, and reach kids in a way that um, for sure I can only hope to. So it's been a great, um, a great honor, a great adventure so far to be a baby priest, to be here in Atlanta and to be able to work with such a great team at such a great school. Um, in here so that's awesome all right so i'm gonna interrupt just for a minute and we're gonna do do giving out the phone number again so the number to call 678-688-4549-678-688-4549 so um we have sean who called in from saint thomas the apostle and gave a one-time donation and asked for prayers for her daughter and her husband and their children. So would you mind leading us in a in a prayer for that, please? Heavenly Father, we ask you to, in a very special way, uh, for Sean and his children, that God, you will bless them abundantly and that you will help them or reveal to them the great love of the heart of your son, Jesus Christ, and that this love may fill and give great meaning to their life and that each of them may discover the great gifts and talents you've entrusted to them and that they too may participate in this great mission uh, to be a part of the new evangelization and that many, many souls will come to know and love God through the gift um, of Sean and his children and come to know and love you both now and forever in eternity. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. So again, the number to call, 678-688-4549. We are in the final approximately hour and a half of our pledge drive. And we, if we want to do better today than yesterday, we have our work cut out from us, uh, for us because um, we are at approximately 17,000 so far for today. Yesterday we had 26,000. So we need 9,000 in the next hour and a half. You know, that's a, a nice nice problem to have, you know, because that means that yesterday and the day before that we had 17,000. So a lot of money being raised for Catholic Radio and we are grateful. But the more that we can raise during the pledge drive then the less that we have the pledge drives, that might be a detriment because we've had really good guests, including all of you all that are on 
right now, but uh, it's a lot of work. Annie knows it's a lot of work. She'd like for us to do fewer pledge drives, but, uh, you know, just give us a call. Really, you are supporting Catholic Radio. You are becoming part of the team. You're becoming part of the family when you call in and make a pledge. If you call in with a monthly pledge of any amount, we're going to give you some beautiful prints of the Immaculate Heart of Mary and the Sacred Heart of Jesus. They're beautiful sepia prints. You can't really find them anywhere else. They t- they're taken from an original from the 1800s, beautiful. and we had prints made. And and uh, so, you know, this as far as I know, the only place you can get that particular print is from us. So if you will give us a call with a monthly pledge of any amount, we will put that in the mail to you. Um, but any one-time pledge, too. We also had our first business, and that was... Oh boy, all these different screens here. We uh, uh, Tara Fowler Optometric Corporation. Tara Fowler Optometric Corporation is the one who called in as a business. And a business that gives $100 a month for 12 months can have 115 second spots on the radio over wow. a year's period of time. So that's pretty cheap advertising right sure. there. It's not really, ad- we don't sell advertising, but it's underwriting a program and you get a 15 second spot a hundred times for just a hundred dollars a month. So it really is a, just an amazing thing. Plus I'm going to say the name of your business until we go off on the pledge drive. So it's Tara Fowler Optometric Corporation. So if you would like, if you need that service, then please give them a call. And I'm telling you what, Catholic radio listeners, they're pretty loyal. And if you put your business on here, they are going to support that business because you supported Catholic radio. Okay, so um, we are talking with Father John Klein. We're also talking with Grace and with Sophia. And then we have two more that just came. Hello. (laughs) Yeah, tell me your name. Oh, my name's Alex. Alex. And... And I'm Jude. Jude, what a strong names here. We've got, we've got, um, shoot, we've got, where did I have it? Grace and Sophia, and we have Alex and Jude. So we have Grace, Sophia, and it's Grace, Sophia, right? Sophia, Sophia. Oh, guys, you can't change places on me. You can't change places on me. Okay, Sophia, Grace, Jude, Alex. Woo! All right. Okay. So I have a feeling that we're going to do more than just talk. Yes? Yes. Well, I brought my guitar, so we'll uh, we'll sing a little bit, but maybe the missionaries can go around. One of the most beautiful things I, I think that I've seen in the church or a beautiful fruit of the new evangelization is so many different uh, programs, missionary programs for young people to give one, two, or two years of their lives after after high school, before college, or even after college or in between uh, their years at college. And um, I've had the privilege to uh, work with the, the, the Random Christie Mission Corps for about seven years. And so I've seen so many different young men and women go through the program. And um, maybe they can tell you a little bit more about what it means to be a missionary and kind of what the day-to-day um, behind that is. But the, the church needs young missionaries. It's amazing working at the school to see how the kids, the high school students, the middle school students look up to the missionaries because they're so close in age to them and how they marvel at um, these young people who are giving a whole year of their life, um, a whole year or one or two years in, in the case of Jude to, uh, you know, forego going to college to defer 
to not because they don't have a lot of opportunities. Jude was the quarterback of his public school football team, right? He was a, a great athlete and scholar and a great leader. And he gave up, you know, going to his to LSU where he always dreamed of going um, for a couple of years to be here. And it's tremendous the amount of fruit and young lives that he's that God has inspired. Mm-hmm. So all these young missionary programs, I'd encourage any young person out there to to pray about giving a gap year before college or after college with a program like Random Christie Mission Corps, Focus, um, Life Teen. Um, there's net ministries. There's so many now and they keep coming up. There's so many ways to give um, part of your youth back to building a strong church. And so these young people are basically at the school. They're rock stars. And I know the heart of Christ uh, rejoices every time uh, a new missionary um, uh, commits because there's so much good that, um, that they're doing. So maybe they could go around and say where they're from, um, Maybe a little bit why they gave their mission year. And before we do that, I've got to give out the number because we are just, you know, I forgot to tell you, we have a celebra- celebratory bell right here. And, you know, we got to ring it one, two, three, four, five times, right? Five times. Um, so we're going to ring it if we can get $570 more called in because we're ringing it at every increment of 2000 So if we can get that 570 then I tell you what we'll do because we've already met all of our matching pledges. We'll ring it every time we get 500 bucks called in so that you all have a chance to ring it. But we got to do it quick. So come on, let's. Let's get these phone calls coming. We just need $570 and we ring it 678-688-4549, 678-688-4549. You can also give online at uh, thequestatlanta.com. Thank you to Laura, to Robert, to Ashawn, and to Diane, who all called in and made a pledge, and uh, we are grateful. So $570 more, Do we? and we did the prayer request. So, all right, so now let's talk about um, the, the question that, that Father asked you, and we'll start over here with Sophia. All right, so I'm originally from Mexico, but I've been living in Houston, Texas the last few years, and the calling that I got to be a missionary was really on my senior year. My senior year mostly was, you know, focus, focusing on applications, college applications, and getting scholarships. And just about two or three months before graduation, that's when I really felt the calling of being a missionary because I just didn't feel prepared to go straight into college, not because I wasn't prepared to live by myself or anything, but because there was something missing. And um, I knew there was something I had to give, and I knew there was something I had to learn. Mm -hmm. So through prayer and a really close friend I have from Houston, Texas, she helped me um, figure it out that this was what God really wanted me to do throughout the year. And so here I am. (laughs) Excellent. Oh, we're glad you're here. Okay, so then we have Grace. Hi. Yeah. Um, So I've actually grown up inside of Regnum Christi, which is... Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, the organization that I'm doing the mission year through. Uh, so for me, it was sort of the next step and also a way to give back to the organization that gave me so much. Uh, I met my best friend when I started uh, their, one of their youth clubs called Challenge. I It really gave me my faith. I met so many friends through it. Um, it gave me a support, not like a support group, through so many of my different uh, challenges in life. Uh, So I really wanted to give back to that and have the opportunity to do that for other kids. Excellent. Okay, so then Jude. Thank you so much. Uh, Yeah, so I'm Jude LeCompte. I'm from 
uh, Homa, Louisiana, just south of New Orleans. Um, and I guess the main reason I, uh, I feel Christ called me to be a missionary is to, to give back a little bit of all that I received from Regnum Christi, from the Legion. Um, and I, I must say that, although I came into it with the mindset of wanting to, to give, like I said, give back, which has been the case, I must say that I've, I've received so much more. Um, just being able to work at, at Holy Spirit Prep, being able to live with other missionaries, live with the priest. Um, I've been formed in so many different ways. Um, and I would say any, any young person looking for spiritual, human, intellectual, um, or apostolic formation should definitely think about giving, giving a gap year, um, a mission year, and just learning that, that life is, is about uh, serving others. So, yeah. Excellent. All right, and Alex? Yeah, so I'm Alex Sorby. I'm from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. And growing up, I was uh, born into a very Catholic family. And as I got older through my years, I sort of just fell away from the church, uh, went through some dark periods in my life. And, um, and I just, yeah, I was, it was, I was away from the church. Um, didn't go to mass, didn't practice. And, uh, and I felt like the door to, um, my Catholic faith, um, my door, the door to my faith was basically closed and God kept a sliver of it open for me. Um, like it was sort of a St. Paul moment where I was knocked off my horse, except in my case, it was a, a car accident. And when I decided to join the mission year, it's, it honestly has been the biggest blessing working with the kids. I run a sixth grade boys club and absolutely love it. I love working with these kids each and every day and um, growing in my faith. It's absolutely amazing. Getting to know God more and more as a father figure and uh, it's just amazing to see how he works in my everyday life. So, yeah. Excellent. Excellent. I love it. So lots of good things. So if they want more information, maybe there's a young person out there, what should they do if they want more information about being a missionary? Um, one way would just be to go to the website. You can Google RC Mission Corps. Core being C O R P S, like the like the mili- like the military. like the military corps. So R C Mission Corps, Redenham Christie Mission Corps. If you just Google that or go to the website R C Mission Corps, um, you can find out more information there, and uh, you can connect with us. And if you live in Atlanta, you can you can come out and uh, run a, a retreat with the missionaries. Actually, this weekend tomorrow we're going to go and do a father son camp out with about thirty dads. And um, all their boys, so we'll have about 80 people in all. We're going to go out to Covington, Georgia. We'll have, uh, you know, mass fishing, Olympic games, bonfire, you know. It's going to be awesome. Bonfire jam session. We'll stay up late, sleep in hammocks. And um, so this is just one weekend in the life of a missionary, right? And next, the weekend after that, we have a a middle school retreat. So we stay pretty active um, running different boys clubs, and um, uh, boys and girls clubs, and as well um, participating in all the retreats at, at the school, and um, also a lot of weekend, different kind of weekend activities and things. So RC Mission Corps, you can find out more about that that program there. Um, so did all of you tell your mom, your dad, your friends, the RC groups? Did you tell them you were going to be on the air? 
No, dang. That's the problem. That's why we're not getting the phone calls. It's actually a funny example of being a missionary because it's, well, not this morning, but basically this morning, Father was like, hey, you're going to be on the radio today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, but wouldn't it have been awesome because your families could go to thequestatlanta.com and stream it and they could have heard That's you. True. You know, I, that I would have been cool. I texted my parents about this. So okay. I, I, I texted the consecration. Good, good, good. Hey, my, yeah. mom, my mom just texted me back and she's listening. So. Oh, way to go, Mom. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's yeah, we awesome. Were, we were, I, we're getting worried thinking the phones are off again because we haven't had any phone calls. So we're, we were getting a little bit worried. 678 688 4549. 688 four five four nine come on we don't have much longer we are only about uh, an hour and 20 minutes away from going back to regular programming until the next pledge drive 80 percent of the funds statistically 80 percent of the funds that are raised for catholic radio are raised during the pledge drives so that's why it's so important you have this brand new blowtorch of a station out here 50,000 watts you don't get any bigger than this and uh, we get to bring on great guests like like what we have right now but if we don't have the airwaves to do it then it's not possible and so we really need to take advantage and get the money that's necessary in order to keep the message going out over the airwaves so again the number to call is 678-688-4549 Besides that, we are just $570 away from ringing the bell. Just $570. And, you know, you guys are looking at me like, oh, so what? It's a big deal. I'm telling you what, to get to ring the bell, that is a privilege on Catholic Radio because that is a big celebration, and we work hard to be able to ring the bell. So one of you will have to, I don't know, you have to do rock, paper, scissors or something to figure out who rings the bell. But then we'll ring it every time we get $500 after that. So $570 and then keep on rolling with it. All right, so we are talking with Father John Klein and with several of his missionaries um, from the Legionaries of Christ and um, from Holy Spirit. He's the assistant chaplain there at that high school. Been talking about Regnum Christi, about uh, being a missionary, about his vocation story, um, about the RC Mission Corps. So you also write and you record music to evangelize young people through music. It's been a love since you were 16 years That's old. Right, yes. Yeah. And, and so tell us a little bit about that. Um, well, one really beautiful thing was when I was a little kid, this was before YouTube. I'm starting to date myself, but, um, when I was in middle school, I watched, I was a huge Dave Matthews band fan. I'm not sure they're kind of dying out, but we have some uh, people in the room that, that love Dave Matthews. Anyway, I watched this video of Woodstock 1999. It was the 30th anniversary since um, Woodstock 1969, and they did a huge concert, and Dave Matthews had one of the headlining spots. And he comes out there, and he's so popular and cool that he plays his concert in pajama pants. Mm. You know, And I always thought, I was like, in my basement watching this video and I was thinking, I wish one day I'm cool enough to do stuff in front of 500,000 people in my pajama pants. And so (laughs) watching Dave Matthews there, it was kind of as a dream. I was like, I want one day to have my Dave Matthews moment. And um, I kind of stored that away in my my heart of desires. And um, little by little, I entered the seminary kind of as I was telling you my story. And I thought, well, I'm gonna have to give up playing music and I'm going to have to give up my Dave Matthews moment, right? 
And funny enough, when I was, I had gone through the first couple of years of, of my formation in seminary and I didn't play much music, but really by the third, fourth year, it seemed like I started doing a lot of youth retreats. And so music came back and I started to play. I started to, to, to write music because I didn't have a lot of time actually to, to learn other people's music. So I thought the easiest way is just to write my own and then I don't really have to practice because nobody knows when I mess up. Mm. And um, so what happened was I started to play and then I had the opportunity to go to World Youth Day in, um, in Madrid, which was 2011 or 2012, I can't remember the year, but in that moment, Radom Christie uh, had a event for youth and it was in the Santiago Bernabeu, which is the where Real Madrid, the soccer team plays. It's, it's a huge, they call it the, the El Templo, the temple in, uh, in Madrid because that's where the soccer god, the Real Madrid is worshiped. <laughs> now it's funny because all that's what the locals call it. But so we got a, um, we had Eucharistic adoration in the, the stadium. They had a special chapel set up. There's 24 hour adoration. And then there was a stage, um, with, with music pretty much the whole world youth day. And so I went down there with another seminary and we had a chance to play on a stage and stand on the field in the Santiago Bernabeu and play. And I remember thinking, wow, this is my Dave Matthews moment, right? I didn't have to, I trusted in God and I gave my, I followed what he wanted. And it was amazing to see how uh, he, he let me, you know, play music and even more uh, music than I, I probably would have played had I not, had I continued in uh, working in a studio in, in Nashville. Mm. So, But no pajama pants. There was no pajama pants. Yeah, Darn. my superiors would not have approved. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been awesome, yeah. you know? So, um, but that was a, a great gift. So I guess we can, we can play a song, huh? That's great. And before you do that, I'm going to give you an update because we have Aaron called in with $50. Okay. And uh, Great. the rest of the update we'll get in a minute. So we'll go ahead and, and move to that. But I got to give out the number again 678 688 4549. 678 688 4549. Aaron gave a one time donation of $50. 678 688 4549. We are talking with Father John Klein. We're also talking with several missionaries. We have Sophia, Grace, Jude, and Alex who are here as as their missionaries. And so we're grateful. Do they sing with you or is it just you? Um, well, we could do a couple things. They can sing. So it's up, it's up we to try you. our best. They try, try our best. best. Yeah. Because so, I'll, I'll give up my microphone. If we need an extra well, microphone, oh, I will give Alex it up. For this. I think, you know, Alex. Alex over here. I'm the best singer of the group. Alex is the best singer. You know, so if you call in right now with a donation and you can you can request a song and I think Alex will sing it. You know, if Alex knows it, call in, send out a song request. And if uh, Alex knows it, I'm sure he's going to he'll go out of his comfort zone and uh, just a solo. Just he'll do a solo on the radio. Right. for you. All right. Come on. Alex's mom. Give us a call real quick. (laughs) Um, So I will play this song for um janice givens here mm-hmm. she's working here at the radio station has done a lot of of great work and so this is one of her favorite songs this is a song's called love like a man and um it actually tells three different stories i wrote this song because i i work with a lot of uh, middle school and high school boys especially and so the song is called love like a man for them 
I think um, young men today need to be inspired by um, there's so many great examples of um, of guys who who gave everything, who risked everything, who um, the culture teaches us that a man is selfish and that everyone serves him. But really, the the true sign or mark of a man, as Christ shows us, is one who uh, is a man for others, a man who serves, a man who gives all, um, a man who serves and not is served. And so this song is about three different men who, um, who I think loved like that, loved with that in- level of intensity and generosity. And so the first is a story of... Um, one of the firefighters at 9-11. The second is a story about a, um, a man who's faithful to his to his marriage despite uh, difficulties in the marriage. And the last is about St. Jose Sanchez del Rio, who is a 13-year-old boy from Mexico who is uh, martyred in the Cristero War, where all of the civilians rose up against an atheistic government um, who was trying to close all the churches. So he had 13 years old. He gave his life for Christ. Um, so this this song is called Love Like a Man and um let me see here. Point some of these. So if you can oh. Mike fought fires for the New York FD and he was first on the scene of the tragedy. Saw the plane hit the second tower tall and all he could do was stand frozen in awe. Those were someone's daughters, sons, husbands, wives stuck at the top, fearing for their lives with no time to think if the tower would fall. He picked up his pack, chose to risk it all. Smoke filled his eyes and screams his ears But he pushed forward, overcoming his fears I swore to protect my sisters and brothers I won't stop fighting till I see the others Yeah, well, Mike ran up and everyone ran down And that's when the building fell to the ground Refused to fall down to his grave Climbed all the way to heaven with the souls He said, you gotta love life Fight like a soldier for those you love till the day get older. Say what you mean and mean what you say. A man is faithful, come what come what may. A man is faithful, come what come what may. Ryan carved Sarah's name on her backyard tree when she was 12 and he was 14. Ten years later, down on one knee, he popped the question under that same tree. Yeah, was she on the altar in her wedding dress? He promised to God she'd be his princess. Gave her roses every week, goodbye kisses on the cheek. Through smiles and tears, he was faithful through all the years. Sarah got cancer at age 33 He'd hold her after chemotherapy Each night he'd pray to God on his knees Take her pain away and give it all to me Yeah, take her pain away and give it all to me For better or worse, till death do us part I love you with every beat of my heart The night Sarah died and left this life He was 
there at the end to give Jesus his wife. You gotta love like a man and fight like a soldier for those you love till the day you get older. Say what you mean and mean what you say. A man is faithful, come what come what may. A man is faithful, come what come what may. Now the question falls to you and me What do you want and who will you be? Will you fight for those that count on you? And win your love, will it be true? No matter the pain, the gain or the loss Will you love like Christ till death on the cross? Yes, sunshine, rain, pain, victory or loss Will you love like Christ till death on the cross? They stood on a field in a line Ready to fight when it came his time The shells they split lit up the morning sky But he did not run and he did not cry At only 13 he fought as a Cristero Against the government of Mexico Cause to Christian men, young and old They were shooting them and hanging them from telephone poles yeah, caught with no bullets left in his gun They told him they'd kill him when the day was done Cut the skin off a sweet made him walk through the street Say death to Christ and we'll let you go free Yeah, but he looked just killer Straight in the eye for Jesus Christ I'm not afraid to die He curled back his lips in Spanish to say Viva Cristo, Viva Cristo de Gotta love like a man and fight like a soldier For those you love till the day you get older Say what you mean and mean what you say A man is faithful, come what, come what may Yeah, a man is faithful, come what, come what may Yeah, a man is faithful, come what, come what, come what, come what Thank you very much. All right, you brought a crowd. Yeah, I know. Awesome. I was pretty impressed they were coming out of the walls there. Yeah, that's awesome. Awesome, awesome. All right, so we are listening to Father John Klein. He's with the Legionaries of Christ. He's also the chaplain at Holy Spirit. And uh, we only have about five minutes left, but we did have a prayer request, and I think it was from somebody. Oh, it was for a student at Holy Spirit. So Erin called in, and she gave the $50 one-time pledge. She's asking for prayers for Jake, a Jake, student okay, Holy of Spirit. course, yes. So let's pray for Jake. All right. With pleasure, Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we ask you in a very special way tonight to uh, send your prayers and blessings upon Jake, um, that he will know that um, that his sorrow is not meant to end there, but it's meant to end in the resurrection. As Jesus told um, his disciples about Lazarus, that this illness is to end in the glory of God. And so in, in we ask that you give Jake the strength to bear the cross of his illness and that many, many, fruit, many fruits will come from that and that the faith of many, especially in the Holy Spirit community, may be strengthened and that um, all of us, at the, in that community may, may come together to support Jake and all those who suffer and are in need 
And Lord, bring much glory for your name out of this illness. And we pray especially also for all those who suffer, that they will see through the cross to the resurrection. Amen. All right. Amen. All right. So I'm looking at a message, Father. You tell me uh, if you know a, a guy from from uh, Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Yeah? Uh, I do. Okay. Yeah, I do. So, so he's saying that, that he wants to give us a one-time pledge in your honor. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he's listening. Your oh, wow. From, yeah? No. My, actually, that's uh, Alex's Alex, father. This okay. is hilarious because okay. Alex is from Calgary, Canada. He's the, our, our, our Canadian... Um, witness here, our Canadian representation. So, Alex, I think that. Do we have a name on that donation? Uh, no. It, I am just, not. it says Father John's father, but I think they've mixed it up. And he, the, the last message is very proud. Very I'm proud. not giving a solo, just so you know. Ah, no. Now, now, Father, you need to talk about integrity here because he said he would. No, he, I know you've been taught integrity, right? It is been not talking it's the sin the line. I think, uh, yeah, I think it, a solo is coming. Father's been trying to get one out of me for the year. It's not happening. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Taylor I, Swift. Yeah. Oh, man. My favorite. Yeah, what's, something that, what's something that you'll sing for us, uh, Alex? I'm not, I don't know. Oh, come on. You said you would. You got to do it. We are, we are the truth and all truth on Catholic oh, Radio, man. so you got to do it. But I'm going to give out the number again, and we're going to go off singing because we go to a break. The number to call is 678-688-4549. And this is Alex, and thank you to Alex's dad who called in. Might be time to tune off now. Yeah, let's do it. Come on, let's do it. Right, how about you, Alex, you know, lean on me. Do you know lean on me? Well, I probably do. He probably does. So we're going to start it and he's going to sing it with us. Here we go. Lean, lean on me when you're not strong and I'll be your friend. I'll help you. I will save you. Lean on me when you're not strong and I'll be your friend. Thank you for bearing with me. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, wow, that was awesome. Thank you to Alex's dad who and to Alex, who was a good sport and, and went ahead and sang even though he really didn't want to because, you know, you can't say things. You got What was the line in there? Say what you mean and mean what yeah, you say. Yeah, say what you mean and mean what you say, you Alex. Know, you Although do it. I was the one who committed you to that the whole time. So. <laughs> All right. So uh, the number to call, 678-688-4549. And uh, we are going to just continue on without a break so that you all have a very, very last uh, words and then last thoughts. And then we're going to welcome in our next guest for the last hour. So we'll cut the, the normal intro and I'll do the station ID for us. So last thoughts. Anybody want to give last thoughts? We have about three minutes. Well, I just want to say that 
um, this radio station itself is a miracle. And to listen um, uh, to the, the story behind the inspiration with Carol and Janice, uh, just to be here sitting in this room, I know that this is a work of God. And I am tremendously inspired and edified by their tr- example of faith and collaborating that God always has bigger plans than we could ever imagine. And sometimes we just have to have the courage to jump out of the boat and and realize we don't have the strength nor the ability to walk on water. But if God's calling you to do that, um, do it. And God will provide and he'll provide the miracle. So uh, continue to support the station because it is a work. It is a work of God and we're walking on water right now. So um, so I'm, I'm happy to um, be a part of this project and I, I look forward to all of the, the good things that will come. And I hope the listeners will really look at their own gifts and talents and say, what in my life is God inspiring me? How, how am I called to be a part of this new evangelization? Whether it's through music, whether it's through radio, whether it's through sports, whether it's through your intellectual abilities, your ability to listen, um, whatever gifts God has given you, how can you use those for others? How can you use those to evangelize? And uh, together we can do great things. Excellent. Anybody else? Final thoughts? Um, I would just like to to say for any of the the youth, um, teenagers, anything listening to this this radio station, um, do not be afraid to allow Christ to work in your life. We live in a a very um, secular society, especially here in America, and just allow yourself to be open to what Christ wants to do with you. And um, always remember that if he's your goal, um, t- that you have to to go for that, right? And don't allow what other people say or what other people think to stop you from being um, anything less than what Christ created you so perfectly to be. Wonderful. Anybody else? Okay, well, Father, here's the deal. Oh, I'm sorry, Alex. Oh, no, no. Okay, all right. So, so Father, here's the deal, okay? We had a $50 caller, and then we had the $100 from, from Alex's dad, and then Kelly just called in, and uh, she's from St. Brendan's, and right. she says that she loves Father John, and she gave us enough that you get to pick up the bell and ring it. All right. Woo! We yes. should also know that Father John didn't beat us in rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of let him do it. Put just, it uh, out there. Well, you know, we're out of time. Executive decision. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, I get to make those because I get the microphone. So, all right. So thank you all for, for being here again. For all those just tuning in, wondering what in the world. We're in day three of our pledge drive. And we just had Father John Klein with the Legionaries of Christ. And, we also, and he's also the Holy Spirit chaplain assistant chaplain and he brought in several several missionaries and that was sophia grace jude and alex and alex did a great solo there so oh, thank you thank you father's gonna have to give me some singing lessons I think. <laughs> you guys did great it was absolutely awesome so thank you all thank you thank for you. for serving god thank for you. honoring god and for being here with us today spread the word to all the students that there's a new catholic radio station Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Thank you.